0: The presidential motorcade has just passed through heavy crowds in downtown Dallas. Destroying the media lives and dismantling the narratives. One story at a time. It's the Adrian Slate Show. The Christmas season is officially in full swing. We have now hit December. And, you know, I've got to say, I hope you enjoyed your uh, Turkey Day. The day that we celebrate how Western society defeated Uh, A bunch of godless, warmongering, uh, (laughs) nomadic tribes that were fighting each other because they always want to paint it as some kumbaya. You know, everything was uh, puppies and unicorns and ice cream and, and, you know, uh, rainbows. No, no, they were killing each other. But uh, we tried to when we stumbled upon them, stumbling upon this land, we tried to. Work with them, even though we didn't know them that well, just because we were those kind of people. And then our cultures clashed, and yeah, some of it turned violent, some of it turned bad, some of it was just, you know, they sold us the land. So, uh, whatever the case may be, we enjoyed time with family, uh, you know, big feast. And uh, now it's Christmas time. And with all the things going on, the reason for the season, uh, you know, which is the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Uh, we also want to recognize one freedom that we have gained, one shackled chain we have broken from. And you know what that is? <laughs> that is walking out of a store and not giving two craps about the Salvation Army guy ringing his bell. <laughs> and I know if people out there are going to say, man, that's kind of cold. I mean, it's the Salvation Army guys out there ringing his bell. Sometimes it looks like a a bus driver who's, you know, school bus driver who's half awake, you know, wrapped up in her uh, in her shawl ringing a bell. Um, Usually I would run back in or I would make it a point to get cash back at some fashion just so when I walk out, I can give it to them because they used to be a good cause. But now (laughs) now they have taken it to a whole nother level. So I will be ignoring every red ringing bell outside of every story this uh, every store this year. Uh, The Salvation Army wants people to lament, repent, and apologize for racism. That's right. Racism is everywhere. This is from the Daily Caller. Um, Actually, it is uh, the Salvation Army, known for its presence outside stores with bell ringers and red kettles for donations, Ask white people to lament, repent, and apologize for their biases or racist ideologies held and actions committed. In addition to donating... With their spare change, (laughs) Um, the Protestant Christian Church, which started the kettle ringing tradition in 1891, made its request in a 67 page online guide entitled Let's Talk About Racism. Quote, we recognize that is a profound challenge to sit on the hot seat and listen with an open heart to the hurt and anger Of the wounded, the guide told readers. Yet we are all hardwired to desire justice and fairness, so the need to receive a sincere apology is necessary, it said. In the section titled, What is Whiteness?, the guide discouraged colorblindness, and it later suggested the number of books, including White Fragility by Ruben D'Angelo and How to Be an Anti Racist by Ibram X. Kendi, the biggest grifter of all. The guy is an idiot. And somehow he's paid 25000 a speech to go to these schools and, and just fill them with indoctrination. We played clips of him at some church. Uh, the guy is the biggest grifter known to man, and yet he is looked upon as some sort of heralded uh, race warrior and salvation or so, uh, was it virtue-signaling social justice warrior. Uh, but the prominent advocate of critical race theory, CRT, holds that America is fundamentally racist – yet it teaches people to view every social interaction and person in terms of race. Its inherits pursue anti-racism through the end of merit, objective truth, and the adoption of race-based policies. The guide also explained the prevalence of racism in America, saying that readers should stop denying the existence of individual and systemic institutional racism and should also stop denying that white privilege exists. Well, you know who actually has privilege and it ain't white. <laughs> that would be the guy who drove through the crowd in Wacosha, uh, Wisconsin. Um of course the media is saying it was just a car. It was an, it was an accident. Some car ran through, you know, like maybe it was a Google car. You know, they don't know how to stop those from tailing uh, you know running into the tail end of some truck. Or maybe it was a Tesla gone ride. No, it was an actual uh, guy who black guy who really can't stand that Kyle Rittenhouse got off and uh, supports Black Lives Matter. But it is white privilege that he was put into jail for the rest of his life. Oh, Wait a minute, no, yeah the the media stopped talking about him, huh? You mean he was released a couple days earlier on a thousand dollar bond for uh. I think it was some sort of domestic violence thing. (laughs) Thousand dollars bond. Really? Who's got the privilege here? But see, these are from the same crazed individuals that have lost their ever freaking loving minds. Listen to this transgender man, 39, and his non-binary partner. Welcome a baby. Thanks to a sperm donor who was also transgender and was also the doctor. (laughs) That's from the Daily Mail. This is the group that is pushing for this insanity, calling everything racist, calling anything that is Christian or patriotic, white supremacist, but they're insane. And they, they have no basis in reality and their ideologies, their arguments form are complete garbage. Like this one, Canada's indigenous health expert, Carrie Barsara, loses job when ancestry pl- claims prove False. <laughs> this story is the epitome of the leftist mentality. All right, here's the story. A Canadian medical researcher who rose to become the nation's top voice on indigenous health has been ousted from her government job and her university professorship after suspicious colleagues investigated her increasingly fanciful claims of Native American heritage and learned she was a fraud. Carrie Bursaza, a public health expert, who served as a scientific director of the Canadian Institutes of Health and Research uh, Institute of Indigenous Peoples Health, was suspended on November 1st, five days after the state-owned Canadian Broadcasting Corporation published a lengthy expose on her background. Far from being a member of the Metis Nation, she has been long claimed a laborious trace of Basara family tree revealed that her supposedly indigenous ancestors were, in fact, immigrant farmers who hailed from Russia, Poland, and Czechoslovakia. Quote, it makes you feel a bit sick, said Janet Smiley, the uh, Midas professor at the University of Toronto, who worked with Borsaza on a book about indigenous parenting. To have an imposter who was speaking on behalf of the Midas and the indigenous people to the country about literally what it means to be a Midas that's very disturbing and upsetting and harmful. Colleagues began to doubt Bursara's uh, story when she began to add claims of an uh, ishibanti something like that, tra- heritage to her to her tale, and uh, she took to dressing in stereotypical indigenous fashions. But it's all based on lies. It's all based on fraudulent uh, Elizabeth Warren-style uh, behavior, Beto O'Rourke. I'm a, I'm a Hispanic guy, but I'm not Hispanic. My name is Robert O'Rourke, but I'm, I've got a nickname, Beto. You know, I'm Elizabeth Warren. I'm one thirty hundred and twenty-sixth Native American or I am, uh, you know, the first black president, William Jefferson Clinton or, you know, I'm whatever the case may be. They're all frauds. They're all liars. And they use these different aspects, these different tools to weaponize against their political opponents and tried to use the culture against them. Um, And that's what the Salvation Army is now bending the knee to and kowtowing a once great organization that I used to be fine with donating to. I now can't. And I actually tweeted this out. Um, It's something I learned from playing music. You know, being a musician, you get asked to play a lot of benefit shows and you want to raise awareness and help out these organizations and help them raise money. I got to the point where I started having to really scrutinize every organization because half of them were, were basically just grifting, taking money and running out the door with it. Some of them would try to get you to take some of the proceeds of your personal merchandise sales and automatically donate it just because you showed up to give your time and play for free a full set worth of, of your you know, blood, sweat, and tears, your music, that wasn't enough. They still would try to take it. Then you found out that they had all these questionable ties. That's why I don't round up when I leave at the grocery store. Um, First off, they're not giving you some sort of uh, ticket to show that you donated to a, a 501C3 cause that you can write off on your taxes. Not that that should be the reason, should do it out of the goodness of your heart, but you'd think they'd at least give you something. But not only that, you don't know what organization. Oh, let's give it to the United Way. Oh, that's great. Look at the ties they have. So uh, I've gotten to the point now where I just don't give out of of feeling pressured or, you know, being put on the spot. And ringing that damn bell, you know, yeah, it does kind of put you on the spot a little bit, but it makes it a little bit easier, a little bit freer. The chains have been broken when you realize that uh, they want you to, sit down and, and apologize for the, your skin color. And then they want your donation back in a moment. This is Adrian Slade. So the racism that shows up in places like Loudoun County school districts and the Salvation Army um, has its nexus in academia, in college, because that's where it was all began. Uh, that's where it all fomented from the start. And there's more of that happening as we speak. Emerson promotes professor who doubts that black and white women can be true friends. This is from Campus Reform. A creative writing professor at Emerson College who has produced work critical of white people is being appointed to an intern deanship. Some students at Emerson take issue with her being uh, filled in this position. She may be replaced once the college hires a new provost. So, Emerson College is, peer, is appointing Kim McLaren, an associate professor of creative writing, to serve as the institution's interim dean of graduate and professional studies. McLaren has written a number of essays and opinion pieces to which she denigrates white people, particularly white women. In an article she wrote for the Washington Post, McLaren expressed doubt as to whether black women and white women could ever be true friends. A New York Times piece she authored detailed her experience briefly dating a white man in which she ultimately decides to end the relationship because of the man's race she also wrote an essay for the morning news in which she among other things argues that morgan freeman films are part of an effort to white america um by white america to remain at the center of black consciousness i thought it was just a way of trying to make morgan freeman god cuz he's god in every friggin movie it's almost like uh, Lawrence Fishburne is always this kind of uh, you know, Morpheus uh, overlord. But anyways, McLaren has written seven novels about feminism, race and family alongside other topics. As, she, as a girl, she attended high school at the Philip Easter Academy, one of the most prestigious prep schools in the nation. See, this is the thing that really gets me about these leftists. It's, I, I like the way somebody put it. I think it might have been Jesse Kelly. I can't remember. But they said the, the overall movement is one and the same. It's just different flavors and different brands. And what I mean is you, you've got Marxism. Marxism is the movement. Then you get Black Lives Matter within Marxism. You get Antifa. You get LT, LGBTQ. You get feminism, whatever the case may be. But they all operate on the same ideology, same worldview. Same means to an end. And it's why you have people like Larry Elder. He's not black. Dave Rubin, he's not gay. Um, You've got all these individuals. Uh, Bill Clinton is the first white president, like we said earlier. You get all these individuals uh, that should fit within their paradigm of their movement if the movement was true to what their actual movement is supposed to be. But their movement is not what they're, you know... Branded as their movement is Marxism, communism. So when they're looking to fight for black rights, that doesn't happen. I mean, there was an incident recently where uh, a black, a black individual, I think it was a black police officer. I can't remember. All I know is that an individual who was black was killed and there is no uh, Black Lives Matter individual or movement or riot going on at all. Nothing. Look at Officer Dorn, David Dorn, who was killed at a Black Lives Matter protest during the COVID lockdowns. He was a black sheriff. He was an ex-sheriff. Actually, he was watching over a friend's store. And he was killed. And that's the thing. It's not about the movement. And this person is obviously fitting in with that whole agenda of feminism and all that crap. And then they always go to prestigious schools, and they always, at the end of the day, get rewarded. They get rewarded with all types of things, you know, houses in the Hamptons or on Martha's Vineyard or ones with airstrips like the, you know, uh, uh, Patrice colors from Black Lives Matter. Um, She's a trained Marxist, and she said that herself. So you have to understand that all of these things, like I said in the last podcast showing the Xi Jinping Cultural Revolution in America— That's what's being weaponized through these movements. They just want to push communism and Marxism and they're going to do it any which way they can to get to that end. And they're going to think, oh, well, you know, it's just, they're doing it for black lives and I'm going to put a black square on my Instagram. You don't realize that black square is indicating your fist in the air in solidarity with communists. And that's been my problem. It's been my problem with churches doing it. It's been my problem with certain conservatives who want to reach across the aisle and think that this is some authentic and genuine movement. It's not. It's all communism. And you have to be able to fix that into your mind every time you see these different uh different riots and protests and, and calls to action. They're not for any specific human right, they're for the furthering of communism. I'm Adrian Slade. Thanks for tuning in. Check out the podcast, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Spreaker. You can tune in on the Roku channel. Download the Roku channel in your Roku store. Uh, go to the Roku channel store and download Adrian Slade's show. You can also call in to be on the show, one nine two nine 929 gogo usa That's one nine two nine gogo We'll see you guys next time. God bless.